Hello and welcome to episode 424 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terence M. Stanton. We are recording on Saturday, January 28th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Saturday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain her patronage by St. Alphonsus Liguri. My Most Holy Mother, I see the graces which thou hast obtained for me, and I see the ingratitude of which I have been guilty towards thee. An ungrateful soul is no longer worthy of favors, but I will not on this account distrust thy mercy, which is greater than my ingratitude. O my great advocate, pity me. Thou dispensest all the graces which God grants to us miserable creatures, and for this purpose he has made thee so powerful, so rich, and so benign. He has done so that thou mightest succor us in our miseries. Ah, mother of mercy, leave me not in my poverty. Thou art the advocate of the most miserable and guilty criminals who have recourse to thee. Defend me also who recommend myself to thee. Say not that my cause is too difficult to be gained, for all causes, however desperate, when defended by thee, are gained. In thy hands, then, do I place my eternal salvation. To thee do I entrust my soul. It was lost. Thou, then, by thy intercession, hast to save it. I wish to be inscribed amongst thy most devoted servants. Reject me not. Thou seekest the miserable to relieve them. Abandon me not, who am a wretched sinner, and who have recourse to thee. Speak for me. Thy son does all that thou askest him. Take me under thy protection. That is all that I ask. Yes, for if thou protectest me, I fear nothing. I do not fear my sins, for thou wilt obtain me a remedy for the evil they have done me. I do not fear the devils, for thou art more powerful than all hell. I do not even fear Jesus, my judge himself, for by a single prayer of thine he is appeased. I only fear that by my negligence I may cease to recommend myself to thee and thus be lost. It is true that these graces are too great for me, who have not deserved them, but they are not too great for thee, who art so much loved by God. Hence he grants thee all that thou askest. Thou hast only to speak, and he denies thee nothing. Pray them to Jesus for me. Tell him that thou protectest me, and then he is sure to pity me. My mother, in thee do I trust. In this hope I shall live in peace, and in it I wish to die. Live, Jesus, our love, and Mary, our hope. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. Today, I wanted to take a look at an article entitled, What is the Greatest Joy in Heaven? It is located at the Fatima Center's website, www.fatima.org, and written by Mr. Matthew Pleasy. He is a traditional Catholic convert and Dominican tertiary living in Chicago. He is an accountant and MBA business professional, Proficient in Catholic apologetics, he is president of catechismclass.com and maintains his blog, A Catholic Life. He is also the author of various publications. This was initially published on January 25th, 2023. There are different levels of glory in heaven. Even in heaven, there will be a hierarchy. And while all souls in heaven will be eternally happy, not everyone will possess the same degree of glory in heaven. The Council of Florence, which lasted from 1438 to 1445, teaches that the souls of the justified 
will clearly will see clearly the one and triune God himself, just as he is, yet according to the diversity of merits, one more perfectly than another. Likewise, in its decree on justification, the Council of Trent affirmed that the souls of the just will experience heaven differently based on the merit of their good works. And the Council went so far as to anathematize those who taught contrarywise. If there can be differing degrees of glory in heaven, there can also be different joys in heaven, some more intense than others. All things, aside from sin, come from God. Equalities and inequalities, rain and shine, see Matthew 5.45, light and darkness. Should we describe, should we subscribe to the modern notion that all peoples possess the same rights, duties, privileges, and entitlements, then we place ourselves in opposition to Almighty God and His Holy Church. The greatest joy, to see God or to know God. The greatest joy of heaven has been the subject of debate among theologians for centuries. In fact, this debate was common among Franciscans and Dominicans, each taking a different side. Some argue that the greatest joy of heaven is the vision of God, while others believe that it is the knowledge of God. One argument for the vision of God being the greatest joy of heaven is that it is the ultimate fulfillment of the human desire for connection and union with the divine. Since times immemorial, mankind has sought after God and has longed to see him face to face. In the book of Apocalypse, the Apostle John describes a vision of heaven in which he sees God seated on a throne surrounded by angels and the saints. This vision is described as a moment of great joy and wonder. On the other hand, some argue that the greatest joy of heaven is the knowledge of God. This view is rooted in the idea that knowing God is the ultimate goal of human existence and that the knowledge of God brings with it great joy and fulfillment. In the sacred scriptures, Jesus speaks of the joy that comes from knowing God and being known by him, saying, Now this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. John 17, verse 3. Could they be one and the same? Ultimately, it is difficult to say definitively which is the greatest joy of heaven. Both the vision of God and the knowledge of God are likely to be sources of great joy and fulfillment. It is possible that both are equally important and that they are closely intertwined with the knowledge of God leading to a deeper understanding and appreciation of the vision of God. Some have even speculated that to truly see God is to know God and vice versa. After all, for those souls currently in heaven who do not have a body, what does it mean to see? We know the soul includes man's mind and will. These are the higher faculties with which he knows the truth and chooses the good. So the beatific vision, which we know de fide is experienced by the souls in heaven, even before the final judgment, must be possible through the human soul. Note how even in human terms, it is hard to argue you really know someone well if you have never seen them, spoken with them, or interacted with them. We often know what another person is feeling or thinking because we see the expression on their face, in their eyes, and in their body language. The better we know a person, the more we see when we interact with him. Eye has not seen. 
Ultimately, the joy of heaven is likely to be indescribable and beyond human understanding, as it will be the fullness of God's presence and the realization of all of our deepest longings and desires. As St. Paul teaches, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man what things God hath prepared for them that love him. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Let us do all that we can to one day merit heaven. We must die in the state of sanctifying grace. That is the key. Stay close to the sacraments and the Catholic faith and persist. Pray your rosary daily. Wear your brown scapular. Practice the first Saturday devotion. Consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Heed Our Lady of Fatima's message and spread it to others. As our Lord declares, but he that shall persevere to the end, he shall be saved. Matthew twenty four thirteen. Excellent short article there by Mr. Pleasy. Christ is King. The article starts off by talking about hierarchy. Jesus Christ needs to be enshrined into the laws of every nation as the king of every nation, because that's what he is, whether we want to believe it or not. What we believe in has to correspond with reality. So much of the problem of the problems that we have in our society is lines of thinking that do not correspond with reality. A man can be married to a man? No. A woman can be married to a woman? No. Marriage is inherently heterosexual and oriented towards the procreation and education of children. Only a man and a woman can be married, obviously. That is an obvious truth, which all societies for thousands and thousands of years have understood until now, because souls have become so dimmed, their intellects have become so dimmed by sin that they are just making things up. And now we're even going so far as to say that a woman can be a man or a man can be a woman simply by thinking it so. And that that has to be enshrined into law. Well, that's no such law whatsoever. Christ is king. First and foremost, that needs to be enshrined into the law of every nation. What do you get otherwise? This diabolical nonsense that we have nowadays. People being terrified of dying from the flu and injecting themselves with an experimental gene therapy made from murdered babies. Okay. And people are dying by the untold millions because of it. I'm sure you know someone who has either died or been severely maimed by these shots. It's diabolical. It's despicable. How do we get back on track? We do exactly what Mr. Plessy, Plessy, excuse me, tells us to do at the end of the article. Stay close to the sacraments and the Catholic faith and persist. Pray your rosary daily. Wear your brown scapular. Practice the first Saturday devotion. Consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Heed Our Lady of Fatima's message and spread it to others. Don't believe in the nonsense, my friends. Get rid of the television if that's what you need to do. Stay off of social media if that's what you need to do. Surround yourself with good Catholic friends and fight the good fight. 
Jesus Christ has won, he is winning, and he will win. You have absolutely nothing to fear. The only thing you truly have to fear is offending our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us conclude today by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, located on the web at halo-soma.org, and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima uh, the, excuse me, the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, in which I interview my sister and one of my wonderful nieces, Brielle. She is a comprehensive genius. It's the best term I could use to describe her. Brilliant at composing music, brilliant at mathematics, brilliant at languages, brilliant at all sorts of things, seemingly anything she puts her mind to. We would not have known any of that were it not for RPM, or Rapid Prompting Method, which is a system of communication for non-speakers. Just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough in communication for the deaf, that Braille was a revolutionary breakthrough in being able to read for the blind, this is another revolutionary breakthrough. RPM, Rapid Prompting Method. Check it out over at halo-soma.org and please listen to episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Communication is a human right. Let us pray for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. First of all, the memorari to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the immaculate purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. A Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Sweetheart of Mary, be the salvation of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, ora per nobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora per nobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora per nobis. In nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 424 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. 
You can follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.